This is Self, a show about real people who are building for themselves, their loved ones, and their communities. Now, throughout this season, we've shared stories from folks across the country who are challenging their relationship to money to build a better future. And as a parent, when I think about the future I personally building towards, I think about the future I want for my kids. I'm putting in the work now to make sure they have options that I never imagined possible. And that's exactly the mindset today's guests have when it comes to their own children. For this very special season finale, I had the chance to talk to two-thirds of the Guys Next Door trio, Mac Wild and Mouse Jones, about the financial insecurities they faced growing up and how those experiences inform their approach to parenting today. Our generation looks different, you know what I mean? That 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 middle middle millennial age us, like we're a little different. Like we had a little bit of everything and a lot of nothing at the same time. So as the kids, as some of the kids of the crack babies, and not that my parents were crack babies, but my father was a drug dealer. So we seen and was privy to things that our parents probably weren't privy to and probably was sheltered from. Mm-hmm. Just because our parents was a lot younger, a lot dumber, you know, not not in a disrespectful way. They just didn't know. They had no knowledge. They're just doing this thing, right? And they're like, you know, we seen the last generation, we we seen like our parents not be there. Mm-hmm. We gonna be there. But sometimes in being there, you let us see and let us hear things that we ain't supposed to hear. Right. They just take care of their kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about, oh, we should have this conversation in front of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, we shouldn't let them see this. I'm hearing my parents talk about bills. I'm hearing my parents talk about rent, hmm. stress. All right, I got to go do this. I got to put this many hours. I'm hearing them getting stressed. You feel what I'm saying? So when I would go to school, if I see somebody with something different or something better, to me, I just chalked it up to like, my parents' priorities is different, right? It didn't really affect me until I got older and I started, um, you start coming in yourself, right? Like I'm growing up, I always like, I like clothes, but when I got, 12, 13, you start seeing how the girls react to the fit you wear. You start seeing how the friends react to the fit you wear. I really had, I really had embraced my fashion since at like 12, 13, 14 mm. years old. I knew my parents wasn't gonna get busy getting me what I wanted. So when I seen somebody who had it, mm. it was inspirational, aspirational, maybe I should not inspirational, but it was aspirational. I gotta get that. Somehow, somewhere, I gotta get that. Mm. So for me, that was for me. I had a similar upbringing to you where my the school that I went to wasn't the school that I was zoned for but I guess when I was younger I took a a test and got into a school for gifted kids on Staten Island so I went to a school that was predominantly white and being the black kid who was bused into this school on Staten Island and seeing all of my you know I wanted to hang out with my friends I'm hearing all of my friends going to each other's houses this that and the third and and I'm like, yeah, you know, you can come over to my house. I got the new PlayStation. Come over, play Crash Bandicoot, whatever. Yo, I got, you know, I, I live in Stapleton. And they're like, <laughs> oh, my, my parents don't let me go over there. Can't go over there. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go that way. Uh, it was it was a very similar experience, I guess, to, to you. So I, you, growing up, you could see the 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 difference in classes early on, very very early on, and and it's it's weird, like. Even in Stapleton, there was this, um, I remember, you know, any anytime I get all my projects, I would look off into the, like, into the, like, I guess how they built up the the hills and all of that stuff. And there was a 
big, beautiful house. So I would always sit back and look at like all of these projects and then look up and see that big, beautiful house right there. And we can't reach it. And so he later bought that house. <laughs> later and, and moved all the people out of the house. <laughs> I moved the moved the people out of the house and I just put dogs in yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's called it's dog known itself. as the Mac Wilds estate. Yeah, no yeah. one's allowed to live in it. I love that. I think that that's that's manifestation. <laughs> in, in, in the making. Okay. So you both mentioned, you know, growing up and having significant experiences with being able to tell a difference between social class early early you know your parents were doing the best they knew how the best they could with what they had Mm -hmm. right and y'all are both parents both have daughters yes now for you (laughs) (laughs) what financial lessons do you want to make sure that you teach your kids that maybe you didn't get yourself that you didn't have growing up i'm teaching from a point of uh I'm teaching from a point of financial trauma. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like, I don't want my daughter. Like, I want to raise city girls. I'm mm. not gonna hold you. Like, yeah. my kids are not gonna need an. I'm about to go crazy. Woo, I felt it. I felt it in my they spirit, Lord. Real ass. Real <laughs> and, uh, period. Boom. Get them. And that's on Marion's first, first land. And that's on Marion's first land. Okay. But now, nah, like, I really don't want my daughters out here wanting. For nothing, um. So I kind, but now it's kind of backfired because <laughs> now they really don't have no respect for me. None. Yo, son, Moot called me the other day, and she like, "Daddy, you buy me a remote for my team." And I said, "With an old remote?" She said, "I can't find it." I said, "Did you take it out the room?" She said, "No." So I said, "Instead of looking for it, you called me and asked me to order you a new remote." Yeah. The remotes are eighty dollars a clip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I said, "Go find a remote, bro. Get off my phone." Get- Look like, under your bed. Get off my phone. She called me again like two days later, so I still couldn't find it. I said, you sure you was in the room? I said, so stay off my phone until you find it. She called me. She called me when I was getting on the plane today. She was like, daddy, I found a remote. So I said, if I would have ordered that $80 remote, you was giving me $80 back? Nope. You just had two remotes, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not playing with these kids. I'm not. I'm not. Like, these kids really get me, but I hate that. I hate that you got to earn it type thing. Like, you did earn it. You I'm your father. That was you mm. earning it. You didn't ask to be here. I mean, I don't know what the right word is, but you know, for lack of a better term, yeah, I'm, I'm raising two city girls. They yeah. gonna know. Mm-hmm. They they gonna know they worth. Don't let nobody see your face and play. Um, <laughs> you know, go get your money though. But your time got your time got your time is expensive. Uh-huh. So if somebody's sitting up in your face, better be worth your time. Worth your. So I don't know if that's I don't I don't I think no, come, I think they, I think the people gonna come get my kids. Yeah, the people gonna come get my kids. I, I just said that the people gonna come get my kids. Lord, and I think what I love most about watching this, like watching watching you and Chris um maturate in parenthood, watching Trist and like just knowing what's to come. Like even with the new baby, it's like mm-hmm. I was seventeen when I had my oldest, and then a few years later I was twenty two. And I ain't have it. I was in the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was getting what I could get, but I ain't have it. Mm-hmm. Watching him and Chris, parent, Tristan, even though she's so young, she's so well balanced. Yeah. There's such a balance, right? And like, she's not going to know struggle. Mm-hmm. I think about, I told you a story before. I think about uh, my oldest, I think about Mook's like third birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And, and me and Mona took her to the, uh, me and Mona took her to the toy store and we're like, you get whatever you want. At this point, I had custody of her for like a year. So she kind of is the same way I was. Like, 
she was she's seen things you ain't supposed to see as a kid about like your parents finance whatever she was like get whatever you want I got a little money in my pocket I'm like I like your $500 in my pocket I'm like I'm prepared to blow the whole 500 in here mm. she wouldn't pick nothing up mm. she was so like it's a three year old mm. four year old I'm sorry the four year old she's like scared to touch the thing no kid should think like that yeah no and so for y'all to bring bring these two kids in the world and already have a foundation set where they won't know struggle. Yeah, no. Nah. It's so dope. And I, I love that. I love that for my goddaughter. I love that for y'all. You'll see. Or maybe you won't, right? Maybe, like, if you don't acknowledge it, that's fine, too. But Honestly. one day you'll sit back <laughs> and you'll see just how much of a privilege that is oh, to yeah. raise these kids. At least where there's no... Um, where there's no monetary struggle, strain, yeah, yeah, like you, it's gonna make your, it, you know, it's gonna make your job as parenting just that much easier. We hustlers, we always yeah, think naturally, but you never gotta think where's this coming from. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact, and that's gonna be able to let you parent from such a softer place. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's deep. Is that the daughter that's asking for eighty dollar remotes now? Yep. No, that was mine. Oh, did that one? Yeah, yeah. She, she, she let it go. She said, "Yeah, she let it go." Up she go it. in the store, touch whatever she want at this point. She said, "She said you adore me, adore me." <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now you mentioned you mentioned some boundaries, right? Oh man. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, his, you know, his goddaughter's gonna get a little bit of. Oh, that's why they won't let her around. They think they, they think they think they think I haven't, they think I haven't noticed why they don't just. It's fine. It's it's all right. It's all right. Okay. They move there. When she gets back to New York, I got something. I got something for Tris. Oh my god. Yeah, it's gonna get crazy. Oh man. Do you feel like you've had to set, you know, at any point or as things have evolved for both of you financially, boundaries around money? You just heard me talking about these kids. Absolutely. They don't respect these boundaries. Absolutely. Kids, well, friends, family, like, no, what does that look like? Friends is, uh, friends is, I got a good set of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I was in the street before this, so I've always been able to separate who's around for what. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, friends asking for money. Like, if you ask me for money, if I give you money, I'm not looking for it back. Mm-hmm. That's just not me, because that's gonna put us in a weird predicament. So if I give you money, yeah, you know what I mean, and. I've been blessed to be around people who are the same way. Mm. To this day, I got like a $1,500 ledger with me. <laughs> I'm not getting it back. I, I don't expect to get it. But, you know what I mean? No, no questions asked. Yeah. One thing I always respect about Matt, I probably asked him to borrow money, a whole money, twice. And before I could even ask the third time, he had an opportunity for me. Mm. And I'll never forget that. He had an opportunity for me. I look at that. I look at stuff like that. Family, though? Yeah, I got a hard time saying no. I got a hard time saying no because, like, well, when I say family, I'm talking about my parents. Yeah, like I splurge on my father. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother. See, I don't. I don't have to splurge on my mother because she's gonna ask for exactly what she's. <laughs> she's gonna ask exactly for it. She's gonna name it by name. Uh huh. Skew number. I'm about to say she probably knows the, <laughs> the, the exact item. Yeah, number. The item okay. number, color, all of that. So, yeah, she says yeah, so. She's gonna get it, you know what I mean. Um, like I said, my father, he don't ask for nothing, so he whatever. I just be ordering stuff. Um, my kids, my sisters, yeah, everybody. So yeah, it probably puts me in a hole so much. Um, it's money, man. It's it's not. It's it's 
it's not we can't take it with us when we go. So if I'm setting a boundary, the boundary isn't about the money. Mm. It's about the principle. Mm. I'm not a I'm not the I'm not I'm not your I'm not your provider. My job is to provide for these two girls mm-hmm. and anybody that I deem I'm responsible for, i.e. my mother, i.e. my father. So if I'm setting a boundary in regards to money, like I said, it's never about the money. It's about the principle. I don't want you to look at me like I'm a lick. Because I never looked at nobody like that in my life. And I've I've only now, at 33, begun to feel like I earn on the same level um, as my counterparts and peers. So if you think about that for a long time, that means I was around people that had way more than me. Mm-hmm. And nobody was ever a lick. Nobody was ever, it was never about getting me in nowhere. It was never about what they could do for me. It was genuine friendship, genuine brotherhood. Um, so if you can't look at me like that, and we, don't got around, for yeah, we don't got to talk about the money boundary because you're violating the boundary of, mm-hmm. of being a, a person. Um, I think the only boundary I want to set is for the kids. And, and in regards to that, just like letting them know, like setting the boundary, like just setting the perimeter, like, hey, don't go that far. Because nobody told me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, For me, it was different. I had to set a boundary earlier on because I started to make a lot of money at a very young age. And you just call all of us broke. <clears throat> <laughs> You know, behind behind closed doors. Uh, I, uh, I, you know, just just being in a place, being coming from where I'm coming, from, where I came from, and you know, my family not not really having that much. And again, I don't think I never. It didn't really make sense to me the the our disparity at the time because again everything was just regular until we started to really make some money and it was like dang like this is where we were so that yeah i definitely had to set some boundaries with family members because you know when it come when you start to make money at times and and you come from places like us they feel like we made this money this is our money community what can i ask you community money yeah sure is there is that not a true aspect? Like, like the people that, the people for the people for the the community that help, right? Mm-hmm. For the community that help, we, you know, me and you have said in our own in like our one on one conversation, like none of we're not self made at never, all, right? We've always given credit to our community. So, is there a point, or is there an aspect, or is there a, a narrative where we did make some of this money? I agree. Do you make allowances no, I do, for I do, any of that? I do understand that to a certain extent. I do understand that to a certain extent, and I do agree. Uh, I think it's that's not, why I have the hardest time separating that. It's not, it, it, like you said, it, it's it's not something that you've done by yourself. No matter where you where you're from, who you, who you are, there's always somebody who helped out in some way, shape, or form. Like Uncle Lucky reading reading auditions with me. Right. You know, my my dad uh, making sure of certain things. You know, making sure I had a couple of dollars when I went to my auditions, or you know. Nev giving me tutelage on how to maneuver through all of this stuff. You know, there was, there's, there's help everywhere. I think the biggest problem when it came to boundaries and where we came from is, you know, you make a little bit of money 
and you don't have enough you don't have anything mm-hmm. it feels like it's a lot of bit of money mm-hmm. and if you don't have enough time to cultivate mm-hmm. that money to make money mm-hmm. and you blow that money then you can't make more money right right so you have hole. to now you're in the hole versus gotcha. you know and i i think i had to i had to go through that or certain instances like that to realize okay have to set certain boundaries so that everyone knows listen we can't blow this yes this is a we thing and you know i'm taking care of the family like that's the mantle that i put on my my own back but we have to allow me mm-hmm. to build this so that we can have everything right mm-hmm. so it's just a understanding uh with the family and more patience and all of those. Did anybody ever come to you with the uh with the get rich? Oh, like, two hundred rich quick. The, the get rich. You, know, you understand like the, how many? Yo, you gotta put your money here every time, dog. Hold on, <laughs> Lit, hold on, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you at all. Literally today, just today, just today, my cousin hit me. And and you know, it's, shout out to my cousin because we we come up with ideas all the time. But that's not even the only one. He's actually one of the good ones that I'm like, hey, I bang with certain ideas that you have. I it it comes from left, right, front and center. Like it's 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 nuts. You it's missed the nuts. Um, you missed the the Earn Your Leisure episode. But when we was talking about the the Uncle Ronald. Oh yes, that, that there's always yeah. an uncle Ronald that wants you. He wanted. He wants you to invest in any stocks. You got to get these. You got to get these stocks right now. But like, the way that you mentioned it is that it's a mindset. So even though you maybe are making more money than you ever used to, you're going to keep making more money. Mm-hmm. That if you're an entrepreneur, you're a business person. If you are a hustler, it's your mindset. Your brain is always going to be thinking about where you can make a profit. But then you have to sift through to say. What actually makes time, sense time, for the, the exact, like how sustainable is this yeah. in the long run? So the ideas are always going to come because we're creative yep. and we have the hustler mindset, but then you got to make sure that you, whatever you follow through on actually is going to, is going to, yeah. going to be worthwhile is what it sounds like. The best advice that I have for anybody when it comes to stuff, cause you're again, just like you said, when you're creative, you're going to have a billion ideas, find the stuff that you actually like, like. Bang only bang with the stuff that you actually connect to that you actually like, man. Like my 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 boys have a wine company and I drink wine. Shout out to Adele. I drink wine. <laughs> but like and I but I like I like good wine. And very early on I was talking to my boys about their their wine company. I was like, yo, it'd be ill if y'all did a red blend and if y'all gonna do it, I wanna I wanna help out because like you know, my palate is crazy, and if I may say so myself. And I think we got we got a really, 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 really good red wine at a really good price point. Mm. Um, it's delicious. It's it's fantastic. My brother, yeah. he's going to market anything I, I've got. It's delicious. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Because you both win. It's community. Talk about it. No, no, okay? he, he wins. I have none of that wine money. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, okay, as we wrap up, we've touched on a lot of different things, how you grew up, the evolution of your relationship with money, Mm -hmm. being parents, how you were parented and all of that. You know, what would you say you're focusing on in this season and and building towards moving forward? Like, what's your why? Okay, credit. Credit. Okay, okay. Credit. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I don't know nothing, but one thing about me, and this is watching, um, Dame Dad, a lot of heroes. Watching all of the heroes, the mm-hmm. businessmen. 
say what you want about him now. One thing that that I specifically took from Dean Big, um, not Big, I'm sorry, Bigs, yeah. um, Puff, um, Why, um, the Dean Brothers mm-hmm. from Rough Rider, mm-hmm. you build the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, you got a lot of people out here scared to build a team because they want all the out- accolades and they want to be able to say what we said earlier. Oh, I did it by myself. Yeah, no. Nah. nah. One thing about me, I make money to use it, mm. right? So, all right, let me make this amount of money. If I make this amount of money, I could then take it. I don't know nothing about credit. And I know I don't have the time or the aptitude to sit down and learn about it. Right. But if I could pay somebody... Who this is their job hmm. and this is what they can focus on. I can trust them. Boom, here, take this. Tell me what I need to know on the like the basic tips, like, all right, get this and use this, boom. Right. What do I do to get my credit score? Okay. What do I do to get my credit score up? How do I do it? Here, give you this and then you put me on this card and then you do the so right now that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I do if you ask me about APRs and scores and transunion and experience, I know. Don't no. <laughs> what I do know is I have a financial advisor, a team of a team of two Woo! financial advisors that I trust with, you know, my money and trust with my situation, one of them being my father. Mm-hmm. So boom, right? When we're talking about money, right? Money utilizing, creating what we're talking about, creating the community. Mm-hmm. So now my father is making money with his son. Right. Mm-hmm. You okay. know what I mean? This is what my father do, your 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 loan officer. And you know what I mean? I don't like this. I don't like the breath. Yes, I do. I like yes, yes, my credit score. I'm him. Ooh. Okay. I'm him. But Timothy Williams. I'm Timothy Williams. That's call me him Jones. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So would you say right now your focus is? No, nah, I ain't got it for you. Oh, I was going to ask some. <laughs> <laughs> See how easy that was? See how easy that was? Boundary. Boundary. <laughs> Boundary. <laughs> okay, so right now you would say you're a credit builder. That's the focus. That's right now I'm focused on because I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for them kids. Mm. Okay. You know I mean? I'm learning all of that. So what we were talking about earlier, like being hustlers, they get tiring. Mm. I want to hustle because I love my hustle. I don't want to hustle out of a necessity. Mm. Hove said that. So I'm trying to get to a point where I'm hustling behind the passion. Mm. And when it's just passion behind it, but when you up against that time frame, it will you up like, oh man, I gotta get this going now, or I, I need to pay this rent. Else. I gotta do this, and I gotta yeah, it's a whole if different. I got my money working for me, mm. and that's what I'm focused on right now. But not just myself, but my kids and the kids to come. Oh, I love that. It gave me goosebumps. Yeah, the community piece. Okay, Mac, for you, what are you focused on, and what kind of builder would you say you are? Right um, now? I guess I guess I'm I'm a little bit of everything right now. Um, still, oh, I think we're always building our credit because it, it fluctuates so crazy. Um, no, no, I'm pretty, pretty high right now. All right, relax, champ. <laughs> all right. To the moon! No, yeah, I, you know, definitely building credit, trying to keep my credit score up. I, I want to make sure that, uh, that, I that I set up my, 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 my children in, in a, in such a way that I wasn't able to be set up. You know, I want to make sure that they have the things that I that I didn't have, but also understand uh, the way that I didn't about money. You know, I, I want I don't I don't want them to ever have to worry about daddy. Like uh, I think that was one thing that I was just like Mal said. You know, we were we were privy to so much information at a young age. So even when I was making money, I was like I gotta make sure my parents are good. I want to make sure my kids are set up 
but I, I never want them to look back and be like, I have to do for my make parents. sure I gotta do yeah. make sure I do this for dad or no nah, I don't need them to ever look back you, 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 you slide slide dad a watch or something if you want to don't get it for your dad <laughs> you don't get it for your godfather <laughs> <laughs> for cultural reasons for cultural <laughs> reasons only that's funny that's funny <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, I, I think, I think not only building my own credit and, and, and working with my wife to build her credit, you know, me and her building businesses together. I'm just, I'm just, I just want to build, I just want to be a builder, period. Like what kind of builder am I? Just a builder. Hmm. Like I want to build for my, for my children. I want to build for my wife. I want to build for myself. And then I want to, I just want to make sure that when I'm not here, that the future for and not even just my children, mm. but like after them are set up. We, we want to build for our community as well. Yeah. I think that's the big thing about God next door that um I think just in the in the early parts, it's three years, three almost four years, and we mm -hmm. still like figure like we're in the early parts because every year has been a new transition for us. Mm. Just because of, you know, we started I feel like we're just hitting our stride for real. Right. Every time we're like, yo, we're hitting our stride. Stop down. the world. But it's like right now we're hitting that stride again. Um, so it, it doesn't get spoken about enough, but like one of the major focuses of our podcast is using that platform to uplift the youth. Mm -hmm. Got it. That takes money. Yeah. Or it takes tools, right? It one takes of the resources. Tools, one of the tools, the resources is the money. So I think um yeah, like he said, like building. It's just building. Yeah, like we just building. Such a good way to wrap up. I appreciate it. I think that there are going to be so many moments where people feel like their story is being told. And I think that's the important piece because so many people feel alone. The thing is that we're going to come and we're going to go our lifetime. But the yeah. things that we record, document, yeah. share are going to be what's passed down. And so Absolutely. for y'all to take time to to share what you're learning and how you're growing and that it hasn't been sunshine and rainbows the whole time, yeah. right, um, is significant. So we thank you for thank that. You. Thank, thank you, you for having, having us. This season of Self has been hosted by me, Jacent Wamala. It's been such a pleasure learning with you all, and I hope these stories have inspired you wherever you find yourself on your financial journey. But this is not the end. Go over to Instagram and follow at Jacent's Gems for all things money and more from yours truly. If you liked this episode, check out Guys Next Door wherever you get your podcast. And if you enjoyed this podcast, drop us a five-star rating or leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. For Self, Eileen Busing is Head of Communications and Brand. Annie Rue is Content Marketing Manager. Alexandria Hatchett is Senior Compliance Manager. Sierra Bowman is Social Media Lead. And Allie Bennett-Sack, Senior Communications Manager. For Acast, Shante Howell is our Executive Producer. Ariana Thomas is Creative Development Manager. Natalia Aldosoro is Creative Strategist with Design and Production Support by Emma Spellacy. Leslie Chapin is account director, Johnny Redman is account manager, and Colleen Station is group business director for the Midwest. And for LWC Studios, Paulina Velasco is managing producer with mixing and sound design by Judy Bell Camungian. <laughs>